listening to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vestner. How's it going anyways, Kyle? You know what? <clears throat> the more that I drink this, the more that it... I'm realizing there's a little tang. What's that you're drinking there, <clears throat> Kyle? Oh, Sides. Sides. Where'd you find them? <laughs> the side of the road? The, the side of the road? The side of the dumpster? <laughs> uh, do we have... A cache of dumpster cocktails? Yes, we do. We, in fact, stumbled upon. Uh, yeah, a cache is a perfect word for it. There I was, taking out the trash, and it, lo and behold, got all these fucking beers. Appeared a cache. And um, some of them had, you know, dates on them, and the date was from a last Some October. of them are eight months old. And some of, some them, of them are 15 months old. Some of them aren't labeled, and I chose to, <clears throat> choose to believe those are fresh. Mm-hmm. Of course they are. And what's the worst that can happen? We get more oh, drunk. Oh, not old. Expired. That's how long they've been expired. We get more drunk. You just get more drunk. I don't think that's how it works. Yeah, it is. You ever drink expired vodka? More drunk. It's a fact. What does that even mean? It just means I don't even how know. How does vodka expire? That's a good question. That's what I was thinking with beer. Have you ever drank, have you ever drank an expired vodka? I mean, probably. How <laughs> I don't, long, how long I don't can think you, it expires. How long can you leave it mixed with Coke under your bed? Ooh, that would be the issue. The Coke would be the issue for sure. Because regular vodka, forever? Sure, <laughs> man. I'd drink like Viking vodka. If they found a bottle in some Viking tomb right now and they were like, would you drink this? I'd say yes. Dude, people drink like fucking six-year-old bottles of whiskeys. Yeah, isn't it like better the older it gets? Depends. These are premium <laughs> beers. They're aged vintage beers. I think a lot of shit gets worse, but people won't admit it. And it's just you get the exclusivity of having that experience. Yeah. So they'll like describe old wine and be like, it tastes like... Uh, Skunk and piss. And I'm like, is that good? Do you enjoy that? <laughs> mm, yeah, or a, lot, <laughs> a lot of pissy notes. A lot of pissy it really notes. Gets con- I would know I drink a lot of piss. <laughs> it really gets concentrated. The piss and skunkiness of it. Like old wine gets a bunch of sediment too that tastes like you have to like. The Bible. You can't even drink the bottom of the wine because it's full of like shit. Oh, I thought you were supposed to snort that. <clears throat> Dry it out and snort it. Uh, yeah. The Bible talks a lot about putting old wine and new wine skins. It's like a big metaphor for like What's a wine skin. I guess before they had barrels, they used skins. I think um, that makes no sense. They must have had they barrels skins for- to carry it around in a little pouch. Yeah, I guess they. I don't know. It's a metaphor constantly used in the Bible. Old wine, new wine skins. Hey, God doesn't hold up. Well, <clears throat> doesn't hold up at all. It was for a different time. Even Kyle. if we said wine bottle, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, they didn't have glass. They had ceramics. I don't think they had glass. No. When did glass get invented? Around the same time as stained glass windows. Say about the 1800s. Yeah, that's when. How did Jesus get <laughs> all kidding. the prominent stained glass windows? 1800s. I'm, I'm totally kidding. Yeah, I did. Yeah, a couple hundred years ago. Yesterday. But when slaves got freed, I think they invented glass. They just started burning. It's the first thing they did. Beaches. Isn't glass just hot sand? The first people that invented glass stuck rods that attracted lightning into sand. They knew that. <clears throat> Or they discovered it. it was an accident, and then they started doing it on purpose. You know that famous philosophical philosophical question, is math invented or discovered? I don't think it's that debated. It really is, actually. What's your... So, you see it so obvious. Well, I'm you, very ignorant to it, I guess. And if you come on what side? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> discovered. That's what I think, too. I, 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 think, I think the base numbers can be like... Argued about efficiency, what would? But you you can do a lot of the same stuff with different 
basically base 10 versus base 12 and stuff. We're observing what happens <clears throat> though. Like, yeah. Yeah. So you could say that about almost everything then that is just discovered, not invented because it's just yes. waiting to be. I agree with that though. Hmm. Wow, we learned something. Like putting, no one, no new, like I know that we invent new things on the periodic table. No, but we just discover we just dis- them. We do just discover them. We're not, we're not, we don't have the processing power to literally The take, light bulb discovered. Reduce every, you'd have to, to be able discovered to. discovered the light bulb. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You discovered that a piece of metal, when put to electricity, glows and doesn't dissolve. And then we put glass around it and discovered it. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Do you know why? Because everyone makes the same discovery or the invention at the same time. Yeah. There's multiple people in the world that create the same thing. I discovered masturbation. <laughs> yeah, you did. Christopher Columbus. You actually did discover it. <laughs> Way too late. No, I was. I feel like I was early, dude. You're fucking hot tubs, dude. That's hardly masturbation. Yeah, but that's like before I could figure out, like before I knew how to do it any other way. You're like using dildos before. I think 13 is pretty early to jerk off. I know, like, some no, people... it's not. What? How old were you? 12, but that's standard. Some people like jerk off creepy young ages, <laughs> like <laughs> nine and shit. Fucking freaks, dude. They've been diddled. <laughs> Serves them right. Serves them right. Dis- discovering a great getting, time. Getting to jerk off three years. Why later. Yeah. do you think? This is an interesting question. I think. Why do you think? Or maybe I. This isn't. Uh, I don't know. I was gonna. What I was gonna say. Yeah. Was why do you think, like, in, you're inherently shamed the for Jews. masturbating, but then I was. The, but the then Jews. I realized maybe you're not inherently shamed. Maybe I was just. No, everyone shamed. is. Yeah, like, why do you think that's a like a built-in thing? Like, oh fuck, I shouldn't have done that. <clears throat> it's not I shouldn't have done that. It's like uh, you don't want anyone to see you. Yeah. You know it's fucked up what you're doing, or at least you perceive it that way. I guess. I guess I think that. anything same that, with taking a shit. Everything that gives you insane amounts of joy that no one tells you exists before you do it, you're probably like, I'm doing something wrong. Because well, even pooping. I remember as a <clears throat> toddler, and I, this isn't weird. You pooped in instead of out. No, I would. Um, apparently, this is what I'm told I would do whenever I had to poop. I would go and hide behind a tree or like some sort of like furniture, and they could hear me going. Ugh. Uh, and I was like pooping behind the like as like a little kid. What the fuck? Yeah, so I'd go and hide. But that's apparently normal. Most well, you kids shit do that. Your pants? Yeah, like in a diaper. So you had the ability to control your bowel movements, and you're still wearing a diaper. I guess that's bizarre. I don't think I don't think you, so. You just love shit. Little kids walk around and poop, dude. That's why there's <laughs> yeah, but di- you you didn't walk around and do it. You ran and hid. You might as well at that point run to the bathroom. <laughs> I didn't know Am about I bathrooms. I, no, I mean, I don't know. I, this is just what I'm told. And I've also told that it's not weird, that like tons of kids do it. It's fucking weird, dude. I'm here to tell you it's weird. Oh, you just poop in front of everybody in your diaper? Hey, I got yeah, a diaper dude. on. I'm pooping. I just shit. As soon as I had the ability to control it, I shat in a toilet. I don't believe that's true. I believe that sure there were some accidents. I write my own history. Did I ever tell <laughs> Did I ever tell you no about knows. the infamous uh, Joab eating poop story? I feel like I've told it on this podcast. Eating it or mushing eating. it around with his hand? Well, that was both. He did both. Okay, no. <laughs> he ate his own shit. He, no, he ate Judah's shit. Oh, <laughs> oh you're sick. This is one of well, this is one of my <laughs> earlier earliest. I don't memories. know if he listens, but goddamn, what so the fuck? So Judah uh, was not. He was old enough to poop in the toilet, but didn't make it this time. So he, oh my God, I'm gonna say I'm, disgusting. I'm gonna say I'm six, and 
No, I'm going to say I'm five and Judah's three and Job's one. Job can barely walk. Judah is potty trained but missed or something. Something happened. (laughs) He didn't make it. (laughs) So Judah pooped on the floor right next to the toilet. Okay, so he just hung his little ass off the toilet, missed the complete center of the bowl. I think that he was like trying to get his pants down <laughs> and get in position, and he fucking pooped on the floor. I mean, that's I the think o- he's just ready to come out then. You know, I mean, Holy it's like fuck. it's like the Jim Jeffries bit. You know, when your asshole like knows that, like, hey, we're close. I can start start the evacuation <laughs> procedures. Yeah, and then let's say you get your button stuck, and like I've never done that. But. Yeah, but your so your body's already like. If, Go, go, go. Like like fucking paratroopers off a plane. Like, this is the drop zone. And yeah, yeah. my friend has splattered backs of toilets. So I don't even know how that's possible. Yeah. So maybe it was one of those situations. I don't know. I was very young. <laughs> Judah poops on the floor. Joab, Joab waddles in in his diaper. Joab used to have blonde hair as a baby. He has black hair now, but he had blonde hair as a baby. And he's got his hair stuck up. I remember <laughs> giant big blue eyes. That's fucking and he sick. He comes Joe. waddling up and he grabs a handful of poop and me and Judah go, Ew! Mom! Job's touching poop! And then he grabs another handful. Oh, dude. And he's standing there with two handfuls of poop. Like, almost ominously, like, what are you going like, to do? What are you going to do about yeah. it? And we're like, Job! We're like, Mom! And then. And then he just takes a bite <laughs> out of one hand. And we're like, ew, mom, Job's eating poo. Like the movie Caddyshack. Uh, I'm not familiar with the scene, but. Baby Ruth in the pool. takes. Yeah, whatever. exactly that. Just takes a bite. Yeah, just takes oh. a bite. And he, he goes, ugh, spits it out, wipes <laughs> like, it on his bare chest, wipes it on his bare chest. <laughs> and me and Judah are just going, mom. Ew! And oh, she's like, That's "What's disgusting. going on?" And then Joab's like, "Maybe this hand is a different flavor. Maybe oh, there's something that. new over here." Takes a bite out of the other hand. It's like, you know what? I kind of like this one. And he, oh, I'm seriously gonna puke. <laughs> he kind of goes like, "You see him kind of go, this ain't so bad." Oh, huh. And oh. yeah, he's like gumming. <laughs> and uh, do you chew poop? It's already it's already oh. been chewed. Oh, poop has already God. been chewed. You heard it here first. And uh, my okay. mom came in. This conversation, this story better be over soon. Well, yeah, my mom came in and whisked him away, and me and Judah were like, "Job ate poo," and we laughed hysterically, and we would bring this up all the time. And when we were like little kids, teenagers, Job would get really mad about this story. <laughs> yeah, like he'd be like, "Fucking don't tell everyone I ate poo. You eat poo." Anytime someone's like, "This tastes like shit," we're like, "Ask Job. Ask Job. He would know." I'm gonna use it against him. 28 years later. He's over. He's zen 30 now. years later. He's zen now. I know, but I just want to throw it out there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just my own enjoyment. Just like a little inside baseball, you know? Like, I know. Yeah. Did oh you ever do God. anything like that, Kyle? That was so fucking funny. And I literally almost puked. <laughs> I, I get, I got like a gag reflex later in life when it comes to disgusting things. And I never used to. Like, when it came to sucking dick. Trash, yeah. In my younger days, I just used to full throat them. Yeah. Like nothing. <laughs> What is a tonsil? Like, I don't know. Punching bag, I thought. The itis? Already had it. <laughs> what? Did I ever eat shit? Only every night I go on stage. You know? <laughs> yeah. There's that. I no. wonder what Conrad would say about that story. He actually doesn't care. He like... Oh. There's something seriously wrong with you if you... 
He, he said that he likes a dirty asshole. That's gross. Okay, let's change the subject. I you don't brought even it to... up. I know. I, I did bring it up, and oh, now that... now it's grossing you out. Yeah, it's it's way worse because Conrad's a fully thinking adult. Fully thinking. Okay, <laughs> we're really He's gonna an go adult. With, that's the words we're gonna choose. Is fully thinking. Yeah, those are very fully fortunate. grown. I would say fully grown. But uh, he should know better. <laughs> Joab didn't know better. That's funny. Then there's the innocence factor. Yeah. It's not when there's no innocence, it's just becomes obscene. <laughs> I did see a video on this. They recreated like f- since Caddyshack, people have been fucking around with this. They put a baby Ruth in the pool and it looks like shit. Mm-hmm. Right? You've seen that. Didn't I've you seen that? Caddyshack forever ago. Don't a, remember it's the a scene. Famous scene. Doesn't okay. matter. Bill Murray eats I, it. Yeah, I can and get And all the kids scream and start running out of the pool. Yeah. Right? Because if wet baby Ruth or a microwave baby Ruth for like five seconds looks like shit. Yeah. So people used to prank and prank each other. And there's this auto body shop that I guess have done a couple of these pranks before. Yeah. Except he brings out a real shit. Yeah. I think it's a dog shit. Oh, the old baby Ruth. Yeah, the guy picks it up and takes a bite. And it's just, oh my, oh my God. Just throw it up. That's disgusting. Oh, it was, it was hilarious. That is hilarious. Because he did it with the full confidence of, I'm going to show you. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy knows exactly. I mean, the guy's like, I'm going to make him eat shit right yeah. now. Voluntarily. That's Voluntarily the did it. That's a true prank if you do it, it to yourself. Yeah. Oh, you think you're going to get me? I'm going to get. Kids don't know how to prank anymore. Like on YouTube, yeah. they like punch each other in the back of the That's head. That's not a prank. Or like go to the. I actually hate prank comedy. I hate it. It's bad. But that is that is a true prank. You got to get them to do it to themselves. It's true. That's the prank. That's the prank. Like calling two Chinese food restaurants and putting them on. The line with each other? That's a prank. Great prank. Yeah. You're not doing anything. You initiated it, and they're doing the rest. You can't be doing the thing. I do like Just for Laughs gags. I think that some of those are pretty funny. They were okay. One of my favorite ones. Like putting, getting people out of like the, the porta potty into an office. I thought that yeah, was those, pretty funny. Those are good. The ones that are like harmless, that like really fuck with people. One of my favorite ones was an air traffic controller guy. Mm-hmm. He's got the full outfit and the fucking pylons with the lights, mm-hmm. and he's just in a field. And he just, anybody who walks by, he just says, get down, get down, get down. And then leads them around on like this wild goose chase. They're following him. Look, there's nothing in the sky. That's hilarious. (laughs) He's just like, get down. (laughs) And they follow him for sometimes like minutes. Like, oh, okay, we better follow this guy. As if he would be like in the way himself. He's like, this way. No, no, over here. Oh, shit. Look out. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy that it worked. Though, for so long. That's what was funny to me, is that people would be like, oh. It's crazy that people were like, all right, I'll sign the release to get on TV. Give 500 bucks. You think you get 500 bucks? I think they get like a t-shirt. Uh, most people, they have to pay. If you ever get asked to sign one of those things, just don't and they'll offer you money. <clears throat> Good to know. I would have for, for sure signed if it. If you just say no, they'll give you 500 bucks. Nice. That's like the going... What if I, I just say, heard people talking about? It. What if I say no twice? Well, then I I just think they'll be like, all right, not worth my time. Girls Gone Wild did it for a T-shirt, man. I really wonder if they did, dude. Just did it for a T-shirt. <laughs> Those fucking dirty little sluts, dude. They got me through my my twelves. Your twelves. My twelves, dude. The censored commercial commercials version. at like twelve o'clock at night. It's <laughs> all I needed. I could uncensor that with my my brain photo. Good enough. Don't you need to squint my eyes? Good enough. Titties, nice black, black boxes. I, I just needed slutty chicks in, in a, in a bathing suit, really. Yeah. Imagine just having full like, 
three dicks and one pussy shit that you get at like 12 years old now. How fucked up you would be to porn. Oh, yeah. To like your sex life, just watching that. Oh, porn can't be good for the next generation. It wasn't good for me. No. Um, What was I about to say? Something about... I, I lost it. You didn't even start it. I can't I even guess. No, it was something about what you were saying. Girls Gone Wild? Um, It's gone. It's gone forever. I mean, we did Just for Laughs, and then we did Girls Gone Wild, and that was it. Yeah, it's it's gone. Um, Do you remember what we read two days ago oh god i really should let me give, give me let me give it a shot hezekiah King fucked over his kids okay why Is that early on it's like the very end he made a negotiation with god essentially to save his life well prophet oh there was a prophet mm-hmm. what was his he told name? him he was gonna die cancer yeah so he cried like a little bitch yep don't yep. remember his name so he Isaiah. cried like a little bitch and god is like all right. I've seen your tears. All I've right. heard your cries. I only grant only grant wishes prison style. So since you're crying like a little bitch, take your pocket out and I'll let you live another 15 years. <laughs> Hold my pocket. <laughs> Hold my pocket and you can live 15 more years. That's basically... And he's like, I'll let you live 15 years then you're going to die, but I'm going to fuck your kids now. Well, Your kids are born in prison also. So messengers came from Babylon. And they were like, hey, can we see your stuff? He's like, yeah, I'll show you all my stuff. Yeah. My this butthole? is where I keep like the gold. This is where I keep the silver. This is where I keep my armor. This is where I keep my weapons. He showed them everything. This is where I keep my expensive oils. This is where I keep my fine soaps and creams. <laughs> and then, uh, then Isaiah's like, you fucked up. Now uh, that's going to be all belong to Babylon. I don't and- even understand how that is even possible. That like that level of oversight for a ruler that doesn't immediately fail. Well, I can tell you almost these a, two people are strangers, right? I can tell you, uh, yes, effectively, yes. But I can tell you a more recent, like, documented case that we like know about. All right. Well, we don't know for sure, but it's in several different sources, so it seems more true. <laughs> okay. Um, King Clovis of the Franks in like the yeah, but the French you can't trust the French to be Franks, reliable, dude. They're Germans. Oh, <laughs> Franks. You can trust the Germans. Okay, the Germans. <laughs> yeah, King Clovis. Historically, King Clovis uh, sends assassins. No, wait. Uh, How long ago is this? This is I think in like the eleven twelve hundreds, but I, someone should look it up. I, okay, like you can trust this. It's only a thousand years old. Well, but it's written about from different, like, multiple sources. Mm-hmm. The Bible, tip most of the time, is one source. Like, one, like the Bible's the only source for a lot of these stories. But do you know why I don't find this reliable? Why? Because ignore the fact that we have video, whatever. And this is a controversial thing, whatever. But it doesn't matter. I think it's a good example. Imagine getting a bunch of people to write out what happened in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial and trying to get the truth. Sure. Of that event that happened months ago, I mean, in that, in the case that you present, what the there's bias. The problem there's, there would be too many versions, right? You'd right. have to sift through so many and the different biases and whatever. But they would all be wrong in some way, the, okay, for the most part. But we haven't even got to the story. But you you'd be right, sure. That this story comes from the biographer of Clovis, so someone sympathetic to Clovis. The person that wrote this is on Clovis's side. This is Clovis's version of the events. Okay. Okay. So 
uh, a king in a neighboring town. They've been at war for some time. He convinced. He says to the son of the king, "You know that king's pretty old, and if you he were to die, <laughs> the kingdom would fall to you and all of his treasure with it." What do you say? And you're a moron who can't run anything. Then I could attack and steal it all. So, so yeah. So the, nice. The guy uh, kills his dad on some sort of hunting trip, and then he says, "Hey, <laughs> Dick Cheney, him." Yeah, I said, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he dick chases him. And then he's like, Clovis, uh, you know, great idea. It worked perfectly. I'm now in control. He's like, send your messengers over and they can look at my father's treasure. He says exactly what Hezekiah says. Come look Are you at, serious? Yeah, kind of like, this is, we're going to be allies now and just, this is what I got. Just, you know, I guess that's like how custom. <clears throat> show me what, show me yours. I'll show you mine. I don't know what it, that's. It's just ancient. presenting yourself. And then, so. Clovis sends messengers, read assassins, to go check out his, uh, uh, you know, stocks, his treasury. And they're like, oh, that's a nice uh, chest of gold you have. Reach your hand in down to the bottom so we can see how deep it goes. He reaches his hand in. They club him over the head. He mm -hmm. dies. Then Clovis comes to town and goes, I heard your king died. No one knows how it happened. Very unfortunate. Since I'm here and I got this big army, you should follow me. Plus, you're... Uh, you're the king and his son, they were about to follow me anyways. That's Clovis's version of the events. Fair enough. Like, and then it's verified on, uh, you know, by different sources. But like, don't you think that... It's <sighs> just so stupid. Yeah, but don't you think that Clovis... Like, at he's saying like, isn't that a good move? Aren't I smart? The only... Yes, I understand that. The only... I don't have the disrespect for people back that long ago that some people do. I'm not saying you do. Yes, you do. No. Your number one thing is people from back in the day are morons. Okay, That's what yeah. you say That's relentlessly. Okay. Well, I, I don't want to stick to that bit for this one second. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they're ignorant, right? To the advancements yes, of a of thousand course. years. Of course. Yes. Which is unavoidable. Yes. But is basic logic a thing we take for granted now? What or, you, or or is this king like twelve years old? Is no, what I'm he, saying. he reigned for a long time. He's like the longest reigning king of the Franks. No, no, no. The king he killed. Oh, probably is a that young like a man. Okay, because if he's like twelve, like or fourteen, I can understand that happening. Even eighteen, nineteen. I don't know. You can convince an eighteen-year-old to do shit like very easy. To kill your dad and then be like, "Here's all my stuff. Here's an inventory of stuff you can steal." When Basically, the, when effectively, the only thing people do back then is steal each other's shit. He says, I, I left out some details, but he says, look, here's my treasury. Take anything you like. and We'll call it square. Basically, like name your price and then you take some and I'll be king over here and you'll be king over there. And okay, he's that's like, less crazy. Keep your and he says, keep your treasure. Just show me how deep it goes. And then they fucking club him and kill him. All right. That makes a little more sense. But still, well, I was just wondering if like, <laughs> if like people really, truly, if like. Reason and logic was an evolved until, ability, you know? Until you because get... Because back then, the secrets of war seems very... I retreating <laughs> with extra dudes was the, one of the biggest advancements. <laughs> oh, wait, we don't just fight in a line? We lie about how many people we have? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's not. I mean, it's crazy that you think that. That's crazy. What? That you think that they didn't understand feigned flights and like different battlefield tactics. Well, that was a thing, though. Yeah, they wrote about it. I mean, 
Alexander the Great. How long did they fight in the line? Like, are you talking about like the British musket lines? Yes. Oh, uh, about 150 to 200 years. And that was like a product of the times culture, not about... Not about battlefield yeah, it was tactics. Honor, right? Yeah, it was, it was a culture thing. It wasn't like tactically. That's when war, like two generals would meet in the middle and exchange gloves and then a sword. And like, it was like this huge, stupid thing. And like, the regular people weren't involved in war. The soldiers of each side would go to war. You know, a bunch of people would That's die. Kind of a better strategy. I know. For the, peace, anyways. Yeah, well, just it, have arbitrary rules. That- there wasn't total war in Europe. <laughs> yeah. In the like Napoleonic, the Napoleonic age invented total war like if you want to go to war we're going to war everything no matter what brutal slaughter backstab- backstabbing all that stuff but for a while they had war contained to like just the armies fought and typically the civilians I, they would suffer still but not as much as like ancient warfare and not as much as current warfare there was a sweet spot of war for about mm. a couple hundred years you know, it's kind of a bummer it's like uh it's like sports now it, you no make taunting. You make. What more. the fuck is that? The best part about winning is gloating. I, I, yeah. What's the point of winning if you can't fucking tell the loser how much you beat them? It hurts NBC's bottom line, dude. When you do that, people get upset. But like being a hockey player and probably a lot of athletes, hockey specifically in like the fifties and thirties, yeah. you made no money. You made very little money. You could do it full-time. Some people had part-time jobs like the Blue Bombers, for fuck's sakes. <sighs> Blue Bombers 10 years ago all had part-time jobs. That's hilarious. Right? <clears throat> like half the fucking team. Because if, if you're a kicker or a punter, you have a full fucking job. You, you're just doing that for fun. Yeah. For 30 grand a year, right? I think now it's a little better, but like I feel like hockey was a blast in, to be a professional hockey player in the 30s and 50s because you didn't train. It was natural ability only, and no one trained, by the way. So it was an even playing field. Natural ability only. That's it. No training. Smoking, drinking beers on the bench. Like, there's a couple people that worked hard, and they were just considered really talented, but they had just beat the system. Yeah. But that's it. No one did anything. They were smoking, drinking Coke, and getting hammered on the ice. No one wore helmets. They didn't give a fuck. It's crazy. Not even the goalies. That's... That's the hardest fucking. That's the hardest fucking thing in the world to sit there on a ice, basically concrete, and mm-hmm. get slap shot fucking dense pucks just slapped at your fucking face. Well, there's there's a couple things about that. They skated about one fifth as fast. Yeah. If you see Maurice the Rocket Richard, known <laughs> for his speed, the Rocket. It's him. It's Tom Brady on ice. It's him. If you look at old video, which I have, because I like when I was younger, I thought it was awesome. Yeah. And then I actually watched because I liked the mystery. So I'd read old hockey books and then yeah. I watched it. And I, it was a dude who could skate at, a, I would say, an eight year old's level now, <laughs> skating around toddlers. They couldn't move, they were practically walking. That's what it was. He, cause he, he could just skate. And to be fair, like the old the rocket, the old skates had blunt blades and like soft leather boots, so it it was really like wobbly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But pathetic to watch. The old knife shoes. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying is, at a certain point, people figured out that you could train and get better, right? And then everyone had to train and get better, even though they're all playing the same game. Now they have to spend the whole summer training. In the 80s, that's kind of when it started, really the 90s. You could you used to take summer off. 
to get fat. <laughs> Training camp, which is now uh, you better show up in tip-top shape, you're going to get cut, Yeah, was getting back into shape camp. <laughs> you showed up like 30 pounds heavier from boating and drinking all summer, and then you got back into shape in training camp. What I'm saying is at a certain point, like the evolution of the sport ruined the sport. I don't think it's as fun to be a professional athlete anymore. Oh, it's not fun. It's a job now. It used to be the funnest. (laughs) You'd go on road trips. If you're making like... It's not even fun to be a rock star anymore. You can't... That's what I'm saying. Everything's fucked. (laughs) So I'm saying at a certain point, war was like, all right, this is just a thing we do for fun. Some people die. We get our rocks off. But it's hard though. Yeah, but then the whole village doesn't have to suffer it. No. Economies can grow. Right? Mm-hmm. You solve your disputes out in the field with a bunch of disposables, effectively. <laughs> Whoever that may be. I don't really know how it worked back then. I don't know if it was prestigious or lower class. No, of course, disposables. <clears throat> Actually, a lot more upper class died that's what back I thought. in the day. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought. I thought it was an honor. Some, some but now yeah. it's the exact opposite. Yeah. But it, now we're like piloting drones to efficiently kill the most people possible. Yeah, it's... War is stupid. We're back at like the worst case scenario. War is stupid. Even well, with, total war is always on the with muskets and cannons. It takes minutes to load a musket, and they're horribly inaccurate. So you'd basically have a wall. Muskets of mus- were useless. It was still. What I'm trying to say is, it was. I want to say I don't want to say basically, but there was still a large melee combat part of it, like. It was attack, mobile cannon fire attack, muskets because you can't with the aim bayonet. them. No, yeah. but the French like attacked with the bayonet. Like that's kind of dope. What I'm saying is melee combat's the only form of honorable combat. As soon as you start killing people from a distance, even with guns, and I mean bows and arrows existed, spears. I kind of like it if it's really hard. Okay, fine. Bows and like arrows. The longbow. Yeah. yeah, you have to pull. Was really hard. Yeah, you have to have a hundred and fifteen pound bow, like arm strength, yeah. to do that. 60 times a minute or whatever. 60 Very hard. Yeah, super no hard. No problem with that. And like the horseback, you have to ride a horse <clears throat> and be able to th- pull a bow and High be able skill. to hit something. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But like gun, I guess World War One, it became retarded. Machine guns made war retarded. Barbed wire made war retarded. Barbed wire? Barbed wire is probably the... <laughs> One of the wor- the biggest advancements in warfare was barbed wire. Get out of here. It hampered. Try to get through barbed wire. How, where did they put it? Like on the walls? They put stuff? it on the tops of every trenches and they made walls of it every 50 to 100 meters. You'd have to go out and clip it under machine gun fire and artillery fire. And if you made a hole, then you'd find more of it. And God people, damn. People got tangled in it and died all the time. It was a huge. And That's actually, that's actually really smart. Yeah, it was, it was one of the I hardest. I would never consider that. It's still used to this day in modern warfare as like. Where? They put it in those, like, imagine a bush, like a thorn bush of barbed wire. They can deploy it so fast. That is true. And you can tightly coil it, just uncoil it it's, wherever you want exactly. in like a second. Exactly that. Do they use razor wire? Is that just too expensive? Well, now they do, do but they? they didn't back in World War One. Because that shit is fucked up. Um, yeah. So we're way out of our depth. Oh, that was a fun conversation. Let's go to war, dude. You're Let's so- go to melee combat war. I mean, also Just now I'm die too on old. the front lines. I'm too, I mean, I guess I could be. We have aged out for sure. <laughs> We've aged out. A we, I, we don't even have battle stories. I guess we kind of do. We rugby and stuff. Yeah, but rugby not and really. hockey, no real ones. Yeah, I uh, mean that's probably better. No, yeah, you don't want to actually go. If we were in the <clears> Roman, are <throat> we? We'd be the uh, what the fuck they call it? 
I th- there was a name for it. The third line. They're like the older guys that have like been to war before. If they get involved, things are you're not, in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> but also they're your most veteran troops, so they know a trick or two. Fair enough. I think like fight, do a lot of eye gouging. Fighting is one of the coolest sports in that. I'd I'd say in a lot of sports, it favors the young, powerful, fast athlete. I'd yep. say like a 25, 28 year old might be peak. But fighting at like you, it's probably twenty five or twenty two nowadays. Even yeah, even younger, I guess. But fighting, sometimes there's the amazing explosive athlete, young guy. But sometimes there's that veteran that's just like no, like you know, the young guy is almost never the yeah, best, like thirty. Yeah, and then there's a, then there's that sweet spot, and then you're too old. But there's that sweet spot of like, you're maybe you're not as fast and strong as you used to be, but you know so much more. You've I, been in all the, you know all the tricks. I heard. I think someone on Lex, Lex Friedman's podcast, because he has fighters on all the time, yeah. wrestlers and stuff, talking about this exact equation. We're in fighting. You hit your peak athleticism somewhere on 25, 28. Yeah. But there's fighting is so complicated and there's so many disciplines that knowledge carries you a certain ways. So there's a balance between knowledge and hitting your athletic peak. Athletic peak that lands somewhere in your around 30 or late 20s. I, would do this, I was going to say like 32, 33. I think it's usually like late twenties, somewhere in there, because yeah. people start earlier now. But people are starting fighting at like recent UFC, like ten years ago, eight years ago. A lot of those dudes started fighting at eighteen. Yeah, they quit other sports and started fighting. So it was weird. The current champ Volkanovski was trying to be a rugby league player in Australia, yeah, a lightweight champ. Uh huh. And he was tr- fight training, fighting for like to stay in shape. And then he's like, "Yeah, I'll kick some ass." Like, actually, I'm a freak athlete, and no one else is. <laughs> this is easy. I'm going to pick people up and fuck them. He, he took some like fights just because he was training funsies. Yeah, and like beat the fuck out of people and just keep. <laughs> and then now he's the UFC champion. It's it's kind of funny because you're going into that. Yeah, being in some bar fights, you know. Yeah, nah. <laughs> That's a hard sport. Obviously, yeah. that level of rugby that he's playing is hard. It's yeah. probably one of the hardest sports in the world. That level of rugby. Yeah. Right. So he's coming in as a freak athlete. But in fighting, you get fr- if it's your first fight. You get first fight dudes. Yeah. Yeah. In your weight class. Yeah. And he's an absolute freak. So he's coming in on easy mode. He's uh, yeah. putting the cheat codes at the beginning and he's just trucking people. Yeah, he's a fucking he's hilarious. I like he's one of my favorite fighters actually, Volkanovski. He talks he talks basically like that. Yeah, just you know, been in some bar fights and wasn't so hard, you know. <laughs> There's uh the heavyweights are like that for a long ass time. A lot of ex football guys, a lot of guys that played like two years in the NFL and stuff. Yeah, just because they were freak athletes, went into UFC, took a little bit of grappling, and just overpowered everybody. Brock Lesnar, man. Well, he was a D one wrestler. He's yeah. all American. Yeah, of it's course. A different. Yeah. Yes, you have the wrestling, but still, this the fights he won. He just picked guys up and put them down and hammer fisted their face. Well, that's the wrestling, though. <laughs> I guess he couldn't fight. He could wrestle. I would hate to get punched by Brock Lesnar in the face. And he could only hammer fist because he had no technique. Did he win any fights throwing straight punches? Gorilla, I don't think so just ever. Gorilla he took them down him. and gorilla smashed them. All right. That was a good... That was. I love that part of the UFC. That, that phase? Yeah, because it was just like, guess what? None of you are good. He came into the heavyweight division essentially, essentially saying, none of you can fight. Yeah. And he was right. Like the top people... He lost first. He lost before he won. He lost one fight. His first or two. Yeah, Wasn't his third fight for the championship? Yeah. But he got, he got, uh, 
arm barred or leg locked by Mir. Was that in the UFC? Yeah, that was in the. And then he fought. Then he beat Mir up in the uh, rematch. The championship fight was Mir, though. Yeah. That he lost. So uh, I think he won two fights, then went to the. I don't even know. I don't remember. I, I do remember, though, that he lost immediately. And they were like, he was like the hulking behemoth from WWE, and he immediately lost. I remember as a young dude, I knew about steroids, but I just assumed people didn't lie. So I this this bird this is see bur- that's what that's what happens that back to you with the young king though you just that you don't think people lie until you figure that out that's a good point like it took me a long time to realize people lie they're lying they're lying they're liars <laughs> so that's a very good point oh clean Clovis wouldn't lie it's easy to say he's thirty three that I could know but maybe yeah. I, you're probably right I probably wouldn't I, but Frank Mir was severely underpowered compared to. Uh, for his size, like compared to uh, Brock, Brock, but he's a way better at jujitsu. Oh, he's yeah. not even that good. He's just one of the best big he's guys. A black belt. He's one of the only dudes that knew jujitsu in yeah. heavyweight, effectively at that time. Like one of the only ones. And he was like tearing people's knees apart, just no remorse. And uh, he came back, and he he'd put on like thirty pounds, fat mirror. And he's like, no, this was muscle oh. at the time. And he's like. So they're like, what did you do? He's like, well, I got a new trainer who really knew really knew my body. He really knew how to... Regularly when I'd work and I'd do a lot of lifts, my muscles would fill with blood and I'd get heavy, but I wouldn't gain any strength. So he's like, so I worked... That's what he said. That's his lie for my doing steroids. My muscles would fill with blood. That's his lie for doing steroids. What did your muscles fill with this time? <laughs> so, yeah, steroids. <laughs> but in my mind, I'm like... I tried... I was like, I want to know what he did. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're an in shape dude, but you've never probably been like a jacked dude. Never, no, never. I was shredded, one eighty five. Shredded, yeah, at but about like huge. No, never ever. I got big once. It's not really in my genetics to get that big. That's what I kind of. That's what I. Mm-hmm. So you saw him and you're like, how do I change? No, I just, I just, wa- I, I, I like, I'll gain an extra fucking ten pounds. Yeah. With these fucking. What exercises heavy lifts. are you using? <laughs> yeah. Needles into my ass. <laughs> uh, it's going to take about three reps, three times a week. <laughs> needle to arm, needle to arm. It's scary, ne- but it's ne- pretty easy. You don't even have to hold it that long. Dude, the first day, my first day in the oil patch, I watched a guy do steroids at lunchtime. Jesse White Pride Wilson. Oh, had, yeah, that guy. Had White Pride tattooed down his forearms. Why is that bad? But Brown oh. Pride is great. Um, They're both bad. <laughs> I agree. Okay. <laughs> Because there's a couple of UFC guys that have brown oh, yeah. pride tattooed on them. Cain Velasquez had brown pride. I That's actually another one, too. I attempted to do a stand-up joke about that. Never worked. And no, people th- don't like that. That was my take. Um, he's allowed to have brown pride. Okay. That, well, that's racist. You're racist for saying it. Okay. <laughs> well, fuck. All right. White pride. Okay. Speaking of Jew pride. Imagine being proud of just... Being born? Yeah. yeah what a moron. I think brown pride in, in can... For if you come from a war torn country, was he from? He's from Mexico. Oh, I thought he was from uh, Cuba, or maybe he's from Cuba. I don't know. And they're pretty fucking war torn. Holocaustus. From- you have to either wrestle your way out of Cuba or float out on a fucking ship made of old driftwood, and then they push you right back. <laughs> See ya. Sorry. Bye. All right. Um. So yeah. And if it means like proud of your struggle, I guess I don't know. Fine. It's bad I, wording though. We we wouldn't understand, Kyle. We don't have brown pride. Um, we are I think it has in less to do with Second being white Kings. and the fact that I'm born in Canada and shit rules here. We're in Second Kings 21. Um, 
yeah, Hezekiah got sick. Uh, they had the guy over, all the shit. How much time have we wasted, Kyle? We're good. I'm just going to get another drink. But how much have we wasted? 40. 40 minutes without reading the Bible. All right, 2 Kings 21. Uh, Manasseh was 12 years old when he became king, and he reigned Jerusalem 55 years. Would you another, let another off-tasting cider? Would you <laughs> Would you let a 12-year-old tell you what to do, Kyle? Oh hell yeah, dude. Manasseh, uh, Manasseh was 12 years old when he became king and he reigned Jerusalem 55 years. His mother's name was Hephizbah. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord. I would just get a chick on my side and team up with her since women aren't allowed to make any of their own decisions. I'd be like Jezebel. That's what Ahab yeah, did. Yeah, I'd get her to fuck the kid and then sexually manipulate him, the king. Oh, a 12-year-old. Yeah. Okay. How would this not work? Um, This is basically the plot of Game and, of Thrones. And, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I would do that. I would. King Tommen gets <clears throat> fucking di- uh, jerked off by Marjorie Terrell. And then she's like, you should put your armies in the south. <laughs> is that what happened? Yeah. I haven't seen that shit in a long time. Yeah, that's what I would do. I would sexually manipulate the kid with a What if he was a gay? Would you, would you suck his little t- 12-year-old doink? I guess I'd have no choice, would I? <laughs> Uh, he did evil in the eyes of the Lord, letting his doink be sucked by Kyle Vesner. <laughs> Following the te- detestable practice. Oddly enough, God God let it, God allowed it. He wrote that. It's said by Kyle Vesner. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, following the detestable practices of the nations the Lord had driven out before the Israelites. He rebuilt the high places his father Hezekiah had destroyed. He also erected altars to Baal. and made. Oh, it- he did the same thing again. Yeah, can you believe it? This is one generation away. This is the son of the this last is guy. one generation. Yeah. Well, I guess he's like, well, that God didn't protect my dad. Well, he did for, I think Hezekiah <clears throat> reigned the old, the longest out of everybody. Where does it say Hezekiah becomes king? I think he reigned for like a long time. I like how God says like your, your kids are fucked. Oh, he raised, <clears throat> no, he, he reigned Jerusalem 29 years. Hezekiah okay. did. This Manasseh guy reigns 55 years. Wow. Okay, never mind. So twice the time of his father, but he did evil the whole time. Mm-hmm. And his kids are going to pay for it. And you know what? As a, What a coincidence. They do the same stuff God's everyone does. God's just on his smoke break for 55 years. Like, oh, what? what? He comes back like, what the fuck was he doing? To where? To Asheroth and Baal again? What did I just tell his dad? I mean, this plot line's getting old. Oh, dude, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> Not trying to be funny. Not trying to get a laugh. But this goes on for another <laughs> thousand years. Just saying, if this bail fucker, I don't, I don't, <laughs> fucker, this bail fucker. Didn't have so many fucking Asheroth I'm not poles. trying to have any god have the worst day at his job. <laughs> <laughs> but this bale fucker <laughs> has some nice Asheroth. <laughs> Two different gods. <laughs> oh, whatever. The Asheroth poles are to Asherah. Bale is to Bale. He bowed what does down. Bale have? Bale has the altars where they sacrifice the stuff <laughs> and try to make it start on fire. 
Uh, he bowed down to all the starry hosts and worshipped them. He built altars in the oh, temple of the Lord. I don't know. Which, I don't know if I have inside knowledge, but this seems like a bad idea. Seems like a path he shouldn't go on. Of which the Lord had said, "In Jerusalem, I will put my name." In both courts, you have to assume they're not writing anything down at the at the time this is happening. No knowledge is being passed down. Then, Kyle, why is it written in present tense? And how are they able to foretell Thousands the, of years later. How are they able to foretell the future in present mm. tense in this book, Kyle? Riddle me this. Riddle me this. How are they able to make the mistake every second generation for so far eternity? They're wicked people, Kyle. <laughs> okay. That's, this is my mom's honest take. Yeah. Uh, people today don't worship God. She... She even uses me. She's like, you don't worship God. Mm-hmm. You know better. I'm like, mom, this is retarded, though. <laughs> what about the whole fact that of it being retarded and like blatantly wrong? Uh, you don't worship. Like, she sees this as like so obvious. I would just go to her. You don't worship God. Uh, yes, she does. Not, not the book of the not the God of the Bible. You are wearing pants and ears. why are you talking? <laughs> It's true. I mean, she would have nothing to say. Why are you talking? You uh, do not worship the God I know. Her, yeah. So she she doesn't she doesn't go with scripture here. Well, she does go with scripture. She uses it indirectly. She uses like stories of like Deborah and Ruth and different leader women leaders. She picks and chooses. Yeah, and, and then I go, but what about Timothy? You know, Second Timothy, the classic. The, what happened what, to Timothy? You want to read it? Yeah. I've read it. Just so tell you, me. Just give me the cliff notes. Okay. Uh, women can't lead church. Women are, can't wear pants. Women nice. can't wear jewelry. <laughs> really? Uh, I don't permit a woman to have authority over a man. Um, they're God made man the head and women the, the, the foot. Like the whole thing is like women are subservient to men. Wives submit to your husbands. All, the whole deal. Uh-huh. You're and- in front of uh, men all the time. And your mom's like, but no, not that. Well, she then she'll say God picked, you know, Deborah, and like I just said, it's some several examples. And how about the fact that God picks men at a, probably a hundred or a thousand to one in the Bible? But he still likes he picked Mary to birth Jesus, dude. Could have picked a guy to do it. He's God. <laughs> could have. He could have picked Joseph to you know be what? the fucking Jesus. Maybe mom. that. Maybe that's how the next one's coming. Throw that boy <laughs> pussy. Throw that boy pussy. Dudes can get pregnant now, so maybe the next Jesus, oh my God. Jesus 2.0 is coming, dude. <laughs> Fucking do it, God. The most misogynistic Jesus today. No, the most progressive Jesus today. He's so progressive, brother, that he's having uh, Joseph the dad. No, God's just more misogynist. He's not even evolving women now. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, he just... He's like, no, women, women, I don't even need them to give birth anymore. They're out. And it's but Just, it's, it's all about men with pussy. The funny part is it's misogynistic, but it's also woke. Like it's both. It, a little. It is a little. It's about. literally both ends of the spectrum. <laughs> you could read that as wow, God's so progressive. If the spectrum's a circle, I think we found the end. Yeah, dude. there it is. Uh, gay Jesus Dad. <laughs> dude, that could be a new sitcom. Gay Jesus Dad. Boing boing boing. I'd watch that at three o'clock after school. <laughs> Oh my, my gay Jesus! Jesus, were you flipping tables at the temple again? Yeah, all the guys were sucking each other's dicks underneath. Um, I liked it. I, I'd thanks, watch that. Uh, so yeah, he's bowing down to the starry host. He built altars in the temple of the Lord in Jerusalem. I will put my name in both courts in the temple of the Lord. He built altars to all the starry hosts. He sacrificed his own son in a fire. Mm, good, good. As the Lord intended. Jesus Christ. Yes. 55 years he got to reign. 
killed his own son in a fire. What well, worked? Practiced sorcery and divination. Who and are con- you to say it didn't work? And, and consulted mediums and sp- here's the thing, spirits. Here's the thing, devil's advocate, devil's avocado. God, God promised to punish his children, right? The last dude's kids, Hezekiah, Hezekiah. and this is one of his children. So he's me. He's being like, "Fuck you, dad." No, I'm no, doing, no. I'm he's, doing everything. No, God, him worshiping Baal and all this other stuff prevented him from dying. He got 55 years do you of it. Think he he should have died immediately. You, God promised to crush him. Immediately after, he's like, you get 15 years, but your kids are fucked. He got 55 years. Well, he got 15 years, and the kid was 12 years old when he became king. So three years into his extended lifespan, he gave birth to this kid. Yeah. So. Uh Uh-huh. Do you think this kid was homeschooled and just fucking hated God the same as me? I was like, I've read all the scrolls. They're bullshit. These scrolls are bullshit. I'm erecting Asherah poles, and I'm having hot boy pussy sex in the... <laughs> you think it's spite? I mean, it sounds like it. He's doing literally everything you're not supposed to. Yeah, but I'm saying he's doing it, and it worked. He did reign for 55 years. That's my years. point. God threatened to fuck him up, and he got 55 years. That's a above average life expectancy by like 20 years. So, yeah, he's 12 years old. That's 67. He almost made it to 69, dude. Would have been awesome. If only. That was his goal. I read that actually. That, that was his one goal in life. He sacrificed. It's his... a 69 on his 69th birthday. <laughs> it says that. In different different version. For 420 minutes. <laughs> he sacrificed his own son. you think son. they had 420 back then? No. But they did have weed. The Scythians and stuff smoked weed. They were buried <clears throat> with it in giant tunes. Do you know 420 started at college? Do you know that there's like 10 different myths for the beginning of 420? Oh. No. I thought it was like just understood it started at college. There's like a... Because that's when like certain class let out or something. Yeah, there's this, There's a few There's a few origin stories. Um, I don't know what the real one was. I mean, I think my school let out at 320. So... Wasn't it, in Manitoba. It would have been a time zone over. <laughs> yeah. It was someone from, it was from someone from Saskatchewan that came here. It was like, oh fuck, it's four twenty. We're like, no, it's three twenty. He's like, no, it's four twenty. <laughs> he sacrificed his own son in a fire, practiced sorcery and divination, and consulted mediums and spiritists. He did much evil in the eyes of the Lord, provoking him to anger. See, he provoked God to anger. God doesn't get angry for no reason. He's provoked. I mean, he. No- <laughs> you need to instigate against God. You need a Yarko Rutu, an Alexander Burroughs. You need some sort of like fucking Brad Marchand just going around, slashing him in the back of the calves, and then God gets pissed. He's like, I don't like that. He took... This is still Massinet. He took. But I'm the- not going to fight you. I'm going gonna- <laughs> to fight your children. Yeah. I mean, it's easier. They're weak. <laughs> they're toddlers. <laughs> and I'm going to wait to kill them. I'm going to fight them when they're 67 years old. He took the carved Asherah pole that he made and put it in the temple. Imagine of, caring. Of which the Lord had said to David and his son Solomon, In yeah. this temple in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever. I will not again make the feet of the Israelites wander in the land I gave their forefathers. If only they will be careful to do everything I commanded them and will keep the whole law that I gave my servant Moses or that my servant Moses gave them. But the people did not listen. Manasseh, Manasseh led them astray. So they did more evil than the nations the Lord had destroyed before the Israelites. 
They were even worse than the ones before. Worse. The God. worst there ever was. They deserve a horrible punishment. You know what? Someone should kill them all. Someone should wipe them all off the face of the earth for what they've done. Way ahead of you, Kyle. The Lord said through his uh, servants, the prophets, Manasseh, king of Judah, has committed these detestable sins. He has done more evil than the Amorites who preceded him and has led Judah into sin with his idols. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Therefore, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I'm going to bring such disaster on Jerusalem and Judah that the ears of everyone who hears it will tingle. I will stretch out over Jerusalem the measuring line used against Samaria and plumb the plumb line used against the house of Ahab. I will wipe out Jerusalem as one wipes a dish, wiping it, <laughs> turning it upside down. I will forsake the remnant of Hell my yeah, inheritance yeah. and hand them over to their enemies. They will be looted and plundered by all their foes because they have done evil in my eyes and provoked me to anger from the day their forefathers came out of Egypt until this day. So he takes it all the way back to the Exodus. God's pissed since then. And if you remember, in just the previous chapter, he promised Hezekiah, bad things are going to happen. Your kid's dicks are going to get cut off. Then he lets this guy fuck around for 55 years. That's a full life. Yeah. Moreover, back to the Bible. Moreover, Massonet also said so much innocent blood that he filled Jerusalem from end to end, besides the sin that he had caused Judah to commit, so that they did evil in the eyes of the Lord. As for the other events of Manasseh's reign and all he did, including the sin he committed, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Judah? Manasseh rested with his fathers and was buried in his palace garden, the, fa- the garden of Uzzah. And Ammon, his king, or his son, succeeded him as king. Wow, his son gets to be king still. So he just lived a perfectly good life. It sounds like everything's fine. God made some dire threats. <clears throat> he's going to wipe mad. them out like he wipes off a dish. I think I read between the lines. I think what he said was, "Is uh, we're going to make you, we're going to give you a good sense of humor for that for the rest of eternity, but we're at the same time we're going to make you the most made fun of people of all time." Ah. <sighs> I really can't dispute it. Ammon, <laughs> king of Judah. <laughs> it's indisputable. Ammon, so what was the punishment at the end of the day? Well, God's really mad and he threatened Oh, it hasn't happened stuff. yet. No, yeah. He lived a full, perfect life, died and of natural else causes. Too? Uh, so now his son is king, but God issued some dire threats. And this is three kings later? This is, so now we're in the There's grandson. There's the old guy. That's Hezekiah. That got cancer saved or whatever is boiled. Yep, yep, yep. And then his son lived to like 60-something. 67. And then his son had a full life. Well, no, no. Here we are at at his son. We're at the grandson. All right. Ammon, king of Judah. He's about to get fucked up. Ammon was 22 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem two years. Yeah. You Mm, know, a short reign. That's not a good time. His mother's name was, oh my God, Meshumaleth? Daughter of Hera's, she was from Jotba. You gotta, you gotta say him like you got a hair stuck in the back of your throat. <laughs> daughter of Horus from Jotba. That was bad. That was disgusting. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord. It's not what I thought it was gonna be. As his father Mastinet, you fucking do that with the hair in your mouth, there, man. First, start there. Go ahead and read that. What I'm on. Ammon, king of Judah. Yeah, go ahead. Ammon was 22 years old when he became the king. And he reigned in Jerusalem two years. His mother's name was Mechilameth. Okay. Daughter of Chuzah. <laughs> she was from Jalch. 
<laughs> I think I nailed it. Uh, okay. It's pretty uh, good. He walked in all the ways of his father. He worshipped the idols his father had worshipped and bowed down to them. He forsook <laughs> the Lord, the God of his fathers, and did not walk in the way of the Lord. Ammon's officials, officials conspired against him and assassinated the king in his palace. Has anyone ever done that? A sketch of just <laughs> a Jewish person talking? And then taking the hair out of their th- mouth and then just talking normal after. Because <laughs> I think that's pretty good. <laughs> it sounds like a Woody Allen bit. Huh? It sounds like Woody Allen probably I've never seen it, a movie. But uh, a Woody Allen it might movie. be original. I need to find a Jew that can do that. I need to go to New York City. Ari Shafir, dude. Maybe I'll message him. He's a self I got a great Jew. skit for you. Yeah. Uh, self-hating Jew? Oh, Is my he? God. I'll promote my my buddy here. The self-hating Jew mean you hate the religion? Um, no, it means you hate yourself. But they're self-hating. No, everything. self-hating Jews mean like you hate yourself for being Jewish. The religious the, aspect of it. There's also the racial or cultural aspect. I don't know. I'm not a self-hating Jew. I'm just a Jew hater. No, I don't know. That's weird. Um, it's weird that that's a thing. There's no, no like self-hating Polish people. Yeah, there is. I, I know, but that's not a nomenclature. No, I mean. It's not within the ether, you know? Over a l- yeah, who knows? <clears throat> um, I mean, I was gonna. there's plenty of self-hating Germans, but we all know why. Our buddy Ryan is recording his album at Little Mountain Gallery in December. If you're in Vancouver, go see him. Ryan, Ryan. Williams. Oh, yeah. yeah he's very, very, very funny. funny. Yeah. He made a hilarious <laughs> Facebook status today. It was a picture of him and Ari Shafir. And I he, saw it. He saw it. Yeah, that's it. No, yeah, I'll just very say, funny. Uh, this is my fucking from memory um, version of it. But he goes, uh, yeah, seven years ago, I opened for Ari Shafir at the Comedy Mix, and he said, Ryan, in seven years, I want you to film a special at Little Mountain Gallery on December whatever day it is at this time. To <laughs> let everyone know I told you to do this, unless they're still mad at me. Why would they be mad at you? It's a long story. And then, that's the end of the post. <laughs> and then he says, also, make sure to put the Eventbrite link in the comments, not in the regular post. <laughs> then he adds the fucking link to get tickets in the comments. I thought that was so funny. That is funny. Um, <laughs> He's going to be big one day. Oh, my God. He tore the fucking <clears throat> roof off Dakotas. I'd never seen someone utilize the space like he did. He took the mic stand. I know that this sounds like grandiose. But he was talking about his worthless theater degree in a hilarious way. And then he like went way over the top and took the mic stand and brandished it like a sword and jumped from the stage onto a fucking table and was waving the mic stand around. It was so funny. Is that funny? It was hilarious. It was like Chris Farley-esque. That's what everybody said. It was like, man, this guy's like Chris <laughs> Farley. Like just like he's a beast comic on every sense but his physical comedy is fucking hilarious it's hard to be a physical stand-up comedian it's fucking hard i can't do it burt kreischer did it yeah I almost mean, exclusively yeah, he just takes his shirt off is that physicality he didn't jump from the stage That's wielding the fucking mic stand like a sword and land on a guy's table <laughs> like that was crazy That's a good point it's a very good point and if you know Dakotas, these are not structural. No. These tables do not have any structural yeah, integrity. He's, yeah, he's on like basically a catwalk with glass. He could have fallen like 20 feet onto a squash ball court. Yeah, like Squid Game. Could have Squid Game himself. Uh, we're almost done. So they plotted against uh, Ammon. <laughs> I just want to get way through you, The way you speak about the podcast drives me fucking crazy. 
what's wrong? We're almost done. I want to get through this. It's a fucking chore. This is a volunteer position that I want to be done. All right. As proceed. For, as for the other events of Ammon's reign, what he did, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Judah? He was. They buried... keep on asking that question. And the answer is always no. Well, they are written. Well, we Where don't have are those... they? We, well, they don't. They didn't come down. So the answer is no. Then they're not. Well, they were presumably. How do we know? This thing lied about everything else. Kyle, the Bible doesn't lie. It just gets stuff wildly wrong. <laughs> okay. And like disagrees with itself <laughs> a lot. And we don't comprehend it properly, and, and there's too many gods, but there's really one god. Yeah, and every time it's lying, it's actually just a metaphor, Mr. Peterson. Mm-hmm. It's about lobster. Yeah, it's about maps of meaning, dude. Don't you feel good when you have a girlfriend? It, that's what God intended. That's actually good advice a lot of people need somehow these days. Don't be alone. <laughs> Secrets to happiness. Get some exercise. Clean your house because living in chaos makes you feel like shit. Nah, not me. Not me either, honestly. But oh, it does. I just decide to. No, straight up, not me. (laughs) I have little projects going everywhere. It's never been clean. I just move my projects around. You can walk through your house though. Oh yeah, I'm not a hoarder. Yeah, my my there's a pile of shit right there. There's a PA system I just got. There's there's a whole fucking whatever thing over there. My desk has different piles of like watch repair tools because for one month i decided i was going to repair watches and then when i got all the tools and opened up a watch and fixed one nah. an easy thing i was like why am i investing time into this that is giving me <laughs> zero return i love i'm not going to invest time in being a watch repairman <laughs> it, it is crazy because i thought about it i was like to get good at this i'm gonna have to spend i'm gonna have to sink at least probably a thousand hours in what if you could right? turn back time Oh, dude. If I could find a way. If you could make a fucking magic watch that when you turned the time back, it went back. What year would I go back to? Here's I, the thing. If I go, if I straight you, if up you go back you go in time. Back and watch your mom and dad conceive you and be can, like, yeah. <laughs> can you retain your current knowledge? This one might be a little foamy. Can you retain the knowledge you've acquired? For the sake of this argument, yes. What year do you go back to? Uh, hmm. For the sake of not being creepy, I'm going to go somewhere over 18 for sure. No. <laughs> no. I'm going to go... <laughs> just kidding. What? What year would I go back to? That's a fucking profound question. Here's like, if, if Would you live the moment, or do you have the capacity to change it? Uh, so, uh, so you're just an observer, or you get I to- think observer, because having the capacity to change your life would be fucked up. <laughs> I would go back to whenever fucking... Uh, that crazy guy got fucking thrown through hell in a cell at WWE, and I would go watch that live. Oh, you, no, I mean, a moment in your own life. Oh, my own life. Yeah. Oh, not fuck, not. dude. I got so many, man. I got so many. And you're allowed to be an outside observer blackout too. Okay, well, go back in time to my own life. Yeah. And like change things. Not allowed to change it. Oh, then fucking never going back. Why would you go back to any of that and watch that shit? Maybe the only thing you could, I would do... No, you could go back and live it differently for like a day, but it's not going to change maybe now. Maybe the only thing I would like to see butterfly is... Butterfly effect. In the... So I, when I played for Team BC Rugby, they put me in in garbage time, like the last five minutes of the game, and I got to make one big hit. And, yeah. And, but 
like so when we watched it on we all watched the game as a team after and the live the fucking feed was like now to fucking canoeing where it's in the fucking finals and it's just like you see, no yeah so you see the ball go up and you see me run down the field and then it cuts and then they they win no. the fucking like or diving or some shit and then, and then it they cuts, come back and the guy's like on the ground and we have the ball <laughs> shit dude so but in in a sense though it make, made the hit like mythically big like no one ever it must have been huge must have been huge yeah it what mu- would you go back and and live differently or relive last question uh and you can't you can't change current day because if i did i'd be scared to fuck it up but there's there's scared to fuck up your current life yeah <laughs> yeah oh things can get worse <laughs> things could get worse i know you like to think you're in the trenches you're not <laughs> Neither am I. Things could no, get things worse. Things are great right now. There was two trades. There's two decisions I made in hockey, which I would go back and change if I could find out what would happen. One was I was 17. I was too scared to play hockey out in BC. Pussy. And it had been for I, I like the Burnaby Express, which would have been leagues ahead of any team I ever ended up playing with because BC hockey is better than the rest of the country. I don't know if anyone knows that, but it is way I knew ahead. that. The rest of the country doesn't know that. I'll tell you that right now. They, they, and, uh, they, they refuse to accept it. Yeah, it's not even close. And then, uh, God, what moment would I live? I'd probably like get pussy earlier. No, 26. That's a good age. At least you know what you didn't want by that time. Like, and I was thinking, like, what's the first opportunity? There's like moments that like would have led to pussy, but if I only have a day, that ain't going to happen. So, <sighs> huh? I just straight up dismissed that. No, like what I'm saying is like there's a there's a moment there's a grade ten chick when I was a grade twelve yeah and she was ten out of ten hot yeah and I was like a grade twelve hockey player she doesn't know me yeah but uh, I believe you could have closed it that day that's what I'm saying <laughs> do you really think yes, so yes with my current knowledge maybe that is true but uh <laughs> so everyone we're all, I was I would always play cards a bunch of the dudes played cards a bunch of the boys played cards and you don't have to talk a lot in cards tastes fine you can just play cards yeah right so it's like that was my wheelhouse you get to play a strategy game you get to say something once in a while there's rules here Were you staring at people like intensely at this time in your life i don't know i, I think truly don't were. know because you've gotten better at like you have an intense gaze and you hold people's eye contact i like it no it's fine it's but good. um but even when you first moved to Kelowna, you I've, did not have a handle on that game i've gotten two critiques about my eye contact and they're both the exact opposite okay i've been told infinite amount of times for both of these that i make too much eye contact and i don't make enough eye contact (laughs) i simultaneously have the worst of both ends of the eye contact spectrum yeah yeah i don't know what to tell you i think that you're fine i think that everyone i don't care anymore yeah the the answer to that which is which is it would freak me out like an odd girl would say it and i'd be like oh like in in myself. Well, that's it. I think that you went from the two extremes, either just like fully staring to like not looking at just all. Just terrified. Yeah, like of, of staring. The gorilla glasses where you have the <laughs> things that look to the side. Yeah, no, I'm I'm looking at you in my perif. And like later on, I I like no one really says it anymore to me. But at a certain point, girls would, st- girls would still say it to me, and I'd be like, "You're gonna have to deal with that." I just accepted <laughs> it for myself. I was like, "This is a thing that's going to happen that you can take or leave." Just say I have Aspergers, huh? Just say I have Fuck Aspergers. You, dude. No, but then they'll I'm feel not, bad. No, I'm not. I'm not labeling a crutch, dude. Okay, well, you do have that's Aspergers. Some pushy ass shit, probably. 
You have Asperger's or autism. Are they the same? I think Asperger's is a form of autism. Oh, okay. What about ass hot dogs? <laughs> They're delicious. I don't know. Ass pizza. Let's. Did you learn anything today, Kyle? I don't. Did I finish the story? It doesn't matter. That's the. I mean, there was nothing there. Oh, no, you want to go back to the? There's a 10? little more. Okay. It's bad. So, I was trying to save you. I was fine. trying to prevent you from saying this. I like reliving it. It's horrible. So everyone else had left, and it was just me and her playing cards, and she stuck around to play cards with me. Yeah, I fully believe you could have finished the deal in this day. And uh, I couldn't say a word. And back then, I wanted to so bad, so I would like think the entire time intensely of something to say, probably looking insane, Yeah, for the record. Just, Just trying to think of a word to say. I would think of, uh, there's there's a lot that came to mind, but none that I thought were good enough, right? Totem pole. So we sat there for like 10 minutes, five minutes. The buzzer rang for class. The second buzzer rang for class. Another five minutes go by. Did you beat her at least? <clears throat> I don't even remember, dude. I wasn't thinking about that. And then I just go, I got to go to class. And she goes, yeah, me too. And then we just part ways. At least you were awkwardness. a nerd about it. Like, I mean, yeah, it probably was awkward. It was the worst, dude. But it wasn't fully debauched. Like, you didn't say, like, something, like, outrageous or, like, stupid. You just said, I got to go to class. I mean... The it, 10 minutes of silence is the thing, not what I yeah, said. fair enough. But, I mean... Just playing cards silently? It's not that bad. The thing is, in a group, I could, like... I, th- I, I, I Like, I've said things that I'm, like, now that I've said it, you can't go back. I don't regret almost anything I've said. Even that it's blown up in my face. Great. That says a lot of... You're a strong person. I regret almost everything I say. (laughs) Do we have any emails? No new emails. It's been two days. Oh, well... Where can they send them, though, Caleb? It's a very good question. Uh, The way I would do it is I would go to candidcomedy.ca and then I would click on the email link on the Bible Beater podcast. That is the easiest way to do it. Because I don't know what the email is. You know what? That's the best way to do it. Can't fuck that up. Yeah. And every time we say the wrong one. So go to Canon Comedy, click the link. Tell Like somebody told me to do meth. Maybe I will. That's probably going to be on the Patreon. Yeah, we're going to need uh, a couple extra donations to buy the meth. What, it's like 15 bucks? Oh, God. No, it's like five bucks. Oh, Lord. <laughs> meth is dirt cheap, dude. I got a fucking hookup. You got a, you got a guy? Yeah, we got to do it on the weekend, though, because... Is he, is he sometimes a, a lady and sometimes a man? Well, there's that guy. <laughs> lady. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, also, like, meth's one of those ones you can kind of just, like, walk around just, like, saying out loud. I wish I had some meth and, so, like, it'll I show up. I think you up. get horny, though. You do. So you're so, probably not going to want to be around that guy. I'll be around you, Kyle. Oh, there we go. That's and we'll safer. find out who's really gay. <laughs> we will, dude. Should we both do meth? I yes. <laughs> Thank you for asking. There we go. It's settled. Oh God. God damn it! <laughs> I keep on pressing the wrong button. Patreon.com forward slash Bible readers do meth. <laughs>